Hey guys, Candace Eisner here, back with you again this week. And this week, since it's September, let's talk about some back to basics for your biz. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I hope you guys are having a great start to, well, what's supposed to be fall, although if you're anywhere near me, it doesn't really feel like fall out there. It's been very warm lately. But uh, let's let's not digress and talk about the weather. Let's talk about uh, the time of year. So I think I said this at the end of the last podcast episode, but I'm kind of the queen of repeating myself, so I'll just do it again. Does anybody else get that vibe in September that it's like, I don't know, it's like new time, new things happening. And it, and it kind of, I mean, obviously it goes back to September and like when you were a kid and going back to school or when you were a young adult and going back to school, or I guess in my case, I am in school now. So maybe it's not about being a kid. Maybe it's just September has those vibes. But anyway, since it's September, I'm thinking it's a great idea or a great time. Well, it's a great idea too, but it's a great time to kind of hone those or uh, harness those vibes and say, well, okay, you know, I've got this sort of new, new time. It almost feels like the new year for a lot of us, really. But it's a time where you can uh, go and harness that energy and say, well, okay, what kind of changes can I make in my life for the next few months of the year, you know, leading into uh, the holidays? So fall is a great time to reassess where things are at in your biz and think about how you can get to where you'd like to be by the end of the year. Now, you guys know me, of course. You know I'm not going to tell you it's all about growth for the sake of growth or you need to get a 100 thousand clients by the end of the year or you need to have a million people working for you. I mean, A, those numbers are not realistic, but B, you know, it's not about that. It's about building your business and how it suits you and your goals, whatever those look like. You know, I do not decide for you what success looks like. You decide for you what success looks like. So on that note, what I decided to talk about today is five know your, that's in quotes, topics to think about so you can get back to the basics of running your business and help you set yourself up for an awesome rest of 2018. So what am I talking about with know your topics? Well, you're going to know in about oh, 10 seconds. By the way, I wanted to address this before I keep talking. I have a little bit of allergies this time of year. I'm particularly bad with ragweed and ragweed, I think, is kind of at its peak right now in Toronto where I am. So uh, if I sound particularly kind of sniffly or nasally, that's why. And I apologize for that. Anyway, let's go on with the know yours. So number one is know your why. So that's what I mean by know yours. You've got to know about these things. So know your why. Why are you doing what you do? Why did you choose the career path or the the job or however you like to think about it that you chose? And why do you have the business specific that you have? So if you're finding you're feeling really unsure about your career right now, like you're just kind of in a bit of a a mindset where you're not really sure what's happening next, you're not sure if you're even going to stay in the same job or whatever, you're feeling a bit confused, 
Well, if you come back to your why, that is really helpful for you to get clarity on where you should be moving next, right? And it helps a ton with making business decisions or even life decisions. And also, also, it helps a lot when you're communicating what it is what you what it is that you do with other people. So you're not going to sound like a generic wellness biz or, you know, every other massage therapist, every other physical therapist, every other Pilates teacher, whatever it is you do. You're going to sound genuine and like something that's a little bit different from the rest. So, you know, generic wellness business no more. You don't need that. So it basically helps you come back to who you are and why you're doing what you do. And it gives you clarity to move forward. And it also gives you clarity when sort of giving your elevator pitch to people when you just meet people randomly at a party or on the street or even just somebody calling your business and saying, well, hey, like what makes you different? Knowing your why really helps. So topic know your number two is know your numbers. And this is the one that scares a lot of people, including myself sometimes. I don't love doing this stuff either. So what I mean by know your numbers, well, I mean know your financials, know the number of clients you have, know the number of new clients per week or per month that you're getting. Um, know um, not just the financials of like how much money you're making, but also how much money is going out of your business. What are you spending each month on the various things that you need to spend on? Are there things that you're spending on that you don't necessarily need to be spending on and you just forgot that you signed up for that service that you're not actually using? So yeah, like I already said, this kind of stuff might feel a bit scary. And some of us, it's not that we really don't want to know, but it's more just we're scared to know. Like deep down, we would like to know those numbers, I think most of us. But we know it's work to find them and also it's scary. It's like, oh God, I didn't realize I was spending that much per month on that service. Or, oh dear, I thought I had more clients than that. You know, we're kind of afraid what we're going to find. But if you want to be the best business and the best person that you can be, you really do need to know this stuff, you know? Uh, and it doesn't have to be super complicated. It really doesn't. You don't have to go and buy super expensive software to help you find your budget and track this, that, and the other thing. Honestly, you can use something like Google Sheets or, you know, if you if you already have like uh, word processing software on your computer, you probably have something like Excel or Numbers if you're on a Mac. And you can just use the spreadsheet software and track that stuff in there. It does not have to be super complicated. You don't have to be super techie. Like literally, you can just have like you know, categories that are, that make sense to you. So like, here's the things, here's the money that I have coming in. Here's the, here's the money that's going out. Here's the number of clients I have. And then just track it per week or per month. It, it Again, it doesn't have to be super complicated. It doesn't have to be something that takes you hours and hours to, you know, and you need a, like a programming degree to figure out how to do. Really, it doesn't. It can be super, super simple. You know, it's literally just going into your bank account or going into your client tracking software or wherever and just pulling that data out on a weekly or monthly basis. So how many new clients did I get in the last month? How many clients did I see in the last month? How many people are in total are in my database of clients? How much money did I make this month? Et cetera, et cetera. You guys get the idea. So yeah, know your numbers is a really important one, not just for, you know, your own peace of mind so you can see where you've been and where you're headed, but also so you're taking control of your business. 
Like I said before, you might find out you're spending money on software you're not actually using, or you might find out you're way overspending on some service that you thought you weren't spending as much on, or you'll find out that you're actually getting way more clients than you thought you were, and for some reason you didn't realize. And that's that's a big uh, boost, right? That, that'll make you feel good, right? So knowing those numbers helps you take control and helps you push things forward to where you want to go. And the next one is know your habits. So do you have habits that keep taking you away from, you know, building the business that you want to build? Like, for example, are you spending way too much time surfing Facebook and Instagram and maybe YouTube when you're supposed to be writing client follow-up emails or updating your website or doing something else on your to-do list and not surfing the internet? By the way, I have a tendency to do this, so I know what I'm talking about here. But I'm sure there's others of you out there that do that, or you have other time wasters that you find yourself doing, whether it's reading a book or just sitting and texting back and forth with a friend. You know, not to say that it's not good to connect with your friends, but sometimes you're you end up spending a long time texting back and forth with a friend when really you should be working. And another actually really good example for those of you in healthcare, and I know this is common. Um, is do you have a tendency to avoid doing your charts or, you know, if you're not in healthcare, it could be other paperwork that you need to get done. You know, maybe uh, you you are a personal trainer, you work at a gym and the gym requires that after every personal training session that you write up a thing about the client and, you know, record it for them. Um, or it could be something completely different. It doesn't have to be sort of a quote unquote chart on a on a client. It can be some other kind of paperwork you need to get done, you know. So are you the type that just kind of puts that aside and says, yeah, I'll get to it later. And then sort of later ends up being really, really later for some people like years later. I'm not joking. (laughs) So I know it's hard, especially since you kind of just want to be done and like, you know, move on or do something else or get on to the next client or you have uh, you have a party you're going to afterwards, you want to go pick up your kids, whatever it is going on. But you got to get this stuff done, guys. I know you know that. Let me be another person telling you that. Honestly, with this one, the only advice I can give you guys is to say to yourself that this stuff is really important. You have to, you have to believe it. You have to say this to yourself, but you have to believe it too. But it's important for the health of your business and for having good relationships with your clients and with the other people sort of in your circle. So whether it's coworkers or people you refer to or whatever is in sort of the circle of your business, if you're not doing all of these things you need to get done, that's not a good thing for your relationships with them, right? Your clients and the other people in your circle and yourself, like with your business. So give yourself a pep talk and find a system that works for you, you know? Maybe it means setting aside time every Wednesday to catch up. Maybe it means setting very strict boundaries around how long you're allowed to use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is that you find is your time waster. Maybe it's telling that friend that you're spending a lot of time texting that, hey, I love you, but when I'm at work, I have to force myself to do work because I keep skipping out on stuff. If they're a good friend, they'll understand. They might even laugh and say, yeah, me too. Maybe we should Maybe we should have a Packed not to text each other during the day. You know, you never know. So that's an important one. Know your habits and break or at least find a way to change the ones that are not helping you get the stuff done that you really need to get done. 
And the next know your is know your audience. So what do your existing clients or customers, whatever you think of them as, I think most of you, it's probably clients or patients, but what do they want from you? So for example, um, if you are a pregnancy person, so you're a doula or you're a personal trainer that works with women uh, both during pregnancy and postpartum, or you're a massage therapist that specializes in that, whatever it might be, maybe they're all asking you for infant-related stuff. So infant massage classes or mommy and me fitness classes or whatever that kind of stuff uh, might be. So maybe you don't offer that, but they keep kind of mentioning to you like, hey, I would love it if you offered that service. And then you go, hey, hold on a second. That's another way for me to make more money. I mean, obviously, it's not just about the money, but you got to pay the bills and you got to have a successful business. So if they're asking you for this, that's something to listen to. Another good example is like if you work a lot with athletes, again, it doesn't matter what it is you do, whether you're a nutritionist or a chiropractor or a massage therapist or personal trainer or yoga instructor or whatever it is you do. If you work a lot with athletes, say, say it's runners. I'll use runners as an example because I'm a runner myself. So say you work a lot with runners and you keep getting asked to do some sort of special offer, special service or a seminar, say it's a seminar on stretching, you know, because literally all of those professions I just listed could potentially give a class on, you know, stretching for runners. Well, look at that and say, is that something that I want to do? Because if it is, that's yet another service that you could add to your business that makes complete sense for the types of clients you're seeing and something they're asking you for. So chances are good it's going to do well. Now, obviously, you have to align with what you want for your business, right? Like you can't just... Say people, okay, I'll give you an example from, from my real life because this might make more sense to you. Um, back when I was massaging in my first year or two, I had one client who was interested in acupuncture but didn't want to go to anyone else. He really just wanted to see me. And he kept saying, if I train in acupuncture, he would come see me like all the time for acupuncture. And I thought about it because I, I, I actually am a strong believer in acupuncture. Um, you know, this is kind of an aside, but I've felt it, found it very helpful for a lot of the um, problems that I've had as, as an athlete and as a, as a person um, to just uh, help with some pain, aches and pains and, you know, swelling and all kinds of things that I've had. But anyway, so I thought about it because I do, I do think acupuncture is great, but it wasn't really the direction I really wanted to take my business and what didn't really make sense for me. But I could have followed his advice. I could have gone and taken the acupuncture courses and I probably would have done well. Um, I probably would have gotten clients from it. But was that the actual direction I wanted to go? You know, the answer honestly was no. And so that's what I mean by it has to align with what you want for your business. If somebody's asking you to add a service that, you know, or take courses or whatever that just don't make sense for you, even if they would really like you to do that, Don't feel that you have to just because a client has asked you to, obviously, right? But overall, big picture here, it's probably obvious. If you provide services or make products, you know, whatever it is that people want, you're going to have that much more likelihood of being successful. You know, it's not, that's not rocket science. Now, obviously, you still have to put in the work, right? So, you know, back to that running and stretching uh, example, you know, if you've got a bunch of clients who are asking you to teach a stretching seminar, 
it's not like you would just book the book a space, you know, let a few people know and all of a sudden you've got like a super full room of people. Well, no, you know, you still have to put in you have to put in the work to plan out what's going to be taught, figure out what an appropriate cost is, advertise it because, you know, even if you've got a handful of clients who are really interested in attending, maybe only two can actually come to the date you've set. You know, and then you still have to get the word out so you have enough people. Da 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 da. You guys, you guys get what I mean. You have to actually put in the work to make it happen. But chances are higher that it's going to do well because you've already had a bunch of your current clients tell you that they're interested in this thing. So the you know that's that's what I mean by by know your audience. That's what I mean by offer services or products that they're actually looking for. And last but not least. Know your future. Get out a crystal ball and know that 20 years from now, you're going to be laying on a beach in Tahiti. No, obviously that is not what I'm talking about here. I mean, that'd be kind of cool if, well, I don't know if that would be cool, actually. That's kind of an interesting thought process and exercise to do, but let's not go there. Let's not go down that one, that hole there. No, no, no. What I'm actually talking about is... What shape do you want your business to take in the future? And what are your plans for the next just couple of years? So what this does is it really helps you hone in on what is important and what is not, especially with the energy this time of year. You know, it is that sort of back to school, almost like a new year energy where we are, you know, thinking about our future and we are thinking about growth and we are thinking about, you know, new things and new process, new possibilities, right? And so if you think about what you'd like in the future, this does help you hone in on what you really want to be focusing on and what you don't want to be focusing on. So let's, you know, let's give you an example. Um, Say you've got a bunch of your colleagues and they're all taking this super cool new course that just came out and like it's super popular. It seems like everybody is taking it. And they ask you, hey, you know, you want to come with us? We can carpool. We can get lunch that day. Why don't you come? Well, It might be cool, it might be something that makes sense, or it might not. You have to decide if it's in alignment with where you want to actually take your business, okay? Don't just jump on the bandwagon because it looks cool. I think I even did a podcast episode about that a while back when uh, cupping was the the new popular uh, treatment that, you know, has du rigueur for everybody. You know, that's my really bad French accent. So um, don't jump on the bandwagon just because everybody else is doing it, right? So here's another example. Example, uh, that isn't necessarily bandwagon. So say an opportunity comes up to do a talk or teach a class somewhere like, you know, uh, say it's a client that offered you or a, a old colleague or something like that. Well, that's flattering. Oh my gosh, they thought of you and they want you to do a guest teaching or a guest lecture or like a guest whatever spot. That's really cool. But well, Does it align with actually what you want to be spending your time on and where you want to take your business? Like, is it giving a talk to people that would help your business? Is it giving a talk to people who are the types of clients you want to see in your business? Right? Now, 
I will say here, if it's if it's an opportunity and you just want to take it because you feel like doing it, once in a while doing that kind of thing, for example, say somebody gave you the opportunity to talk to new students who are in the profession that you're in. So like, let's say massage therapy, you're given the exam, you're given the opportunity to go speak in a massage therapy school and give a lecture about, I don't know, some technique that you're an expert on. Um, that's cool. If you if you want to do that just for the sake of doing it, just for the sake of giving back, that is totally fine. Not everything you do has to be to grow your business, right? Sometimes you can do things just because you want to, and that is fine. But what I mean by this, you know, um, thinking about whether or not it's good for your business aspect is just sometimes you're going to find you're asked to do a lot of these things or you're asked to do things and you're not 100% sure you want to do them because they're kind of time consuming and really like that what they're offering you is a chance to grow your business but is it actually going to grow your business in a way that makes sense for you because if the audience they have for say say they want you to come in and teach about stretching right if the audience they have is not an audience that you want like you know not to say that clients are bad or anything but just if you're trying to grow your business in one direction and the clients that you'd be talking potential people that you'd be talking to are not in alignment with that then why are you doing it unless you're doing it as a favor to somebody right so basically you have to assess each new opportunity or idea that comes your way against your business goals and see if it makes sense right but the other thing on this the other thing about know your future is it's actually okay to change your goals don't think that just because you've set goals, it means you're kind of stuck with them. You know, if you're finding that the goals you set previously don't seem to fit with where your life is at now, that's fine. In fact, everybody should be reassessing their goals, you know, I think at least yearly. So once a year, you know, it's a great idea to sit down and go, well, okay, here's where I've been recently. Here's where I'm going over the next few months. Like, you know, what bookings I have or what I'm doing in my business Here's where I'd like to go in the future based on how I feel now. You know, how's that and how's that compared to how you felt a year ago? Well, okay. And what do I need to do to get there to that new goal? Or, you know, maybe it's the exact same goal as before, in which case then you're assessing like how how close you are to hitting that goal. And what do I need to stop doing in order to get to that goal that you've set, right? So again, that comes back to your habits. It comes back to not taking on clients that don't make sense. It comes back to spending more time on your business, maybe. Depends on, you know, what you've been doing up to now. So yeah. So that's what I mean by know your future, right? Know where you're headed. Know where you want to be headed. And know um, yourself well enough to reassess that every so often to make sure that things are still in alignment with what you really want for your business and for your life. So again, there's your five know yours, as I'm calling them. Know your why, know your numbers, which I know is scary, but I definitely recommend doing it. Know your habits, know your audience, and last but definitely not least, know your future. So I hope that's been helpful for you guys. Some stuff to think about, you know, this fall and like like I keep saying, you know, it's almost like a New Year's type of energy and... We all kind of get caught up in that uh, fall back to school vibe. So definitely recommend taking the time, thinking about these things, and uh, hopefully it will move your business and yourself and your goals um, forward in a healthy, awesome way as we 
wrap up 2018. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it is September after all. We've only got a few months left for this year. All right, I will be back with you guys with another episode on this kind of topic very soon. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table, click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.